Welcome to Sketch Magazine Podcast, hosted by Bill Nichols, Senior Editor of Sketch Magazine, John Wilson, Editor of Sketch Daily over at ComicRelated.com, and myself, Robert W. Hickey, Publisher of Sketch Magazine and Co-Founder of Blue Line. Come back after the music and find out what we have to offer in this episode. Welcome back, creators. You have located the Sketch Magazine podcast. I am Sketch Online Editor John Wilson, and with me is Sketch Publisher Bob Hickey and Sketch Editor Bill Nichols. And tonight, we are talking about your online gallery. Um, for the folks who don't know what an online gallery is, Bob, why don't you explain that to them? <laughs> Always comes back to me. Hey, guys. I know. How's it going? It's going well. Good. Um, well, bringing up, of course, we bring up a lot of stuff that we're working on here at Skystorm and Sketch and Blue Line. And one of the things we're at a point of, since we got this site launched and we got the store launched, I have tons of original artwork. And I've got artwork from other creators who are not on the internet and want me to sell it for them. And it's been sitting here for a while. So it's on my brain now is how is the best way to, of course, get the most money for those creators and myself um, by selling original artwork. And uh, so I sort of threw it out on Facebook and I got a couple responses. Um, so I just thought we'd discuss it here, you know, see what you guys know about these certain things and we'll just sort of run with it. Um what I'm talking about is the actual finished artwork that's that's printed and, and the boards that you have. You know, I've got nearly 150 strips for Clay's Way. I've got probably another 30 to 50 LOs between cards and posters and all that stuff um, that's sitting here. And Jackie and I would love to move it. Love to sell it to somebody who wants to make it a home. Rick McComb gave me a binder of illustrations he'd done over the past couple of years just sitting around. And beautiful stuff. So I was looking at different ways, if, it, if it's profitable or worthwhile to set up a online store, which keeps your overhead down. Um, if you have a store that cashes out to PayPal or something, it keeps the transfer fees and gateway fees to a minimum. So you're not giving away a lot of it somewhere. Or is it better to put it on eBay and an auction or set up an eBay store, which is an investment because you've got to pay monthly fees and stuff. Or somebody brought up to me SD Shops. Etsy. Etsy. E-T-S-Y. Yes. And I, have no, I know what it is, but I mostly see people doing crafts there. My niece... Mm-hmm. And if you guys follow my Facebook post, every once in a while I'll post some of her stuff. She creates these uh, um, children bows that has flowers and stuff. She handcrafts these things. They are gorgeous. And she did. she's doing well enough on her shop that she quit her day job. And she only runs her shop two weeks out of the month and spends the rest of the month filling the orders. And she makes as much as she was bringing home from her day job. And that way she can stay home with their young. They got a young one that I think she is a year and a half now, maybe two years old. So um, there's a market there. I just don't know if there's an original art market. So I sort of threw that out here for this and see what you guys think. Bill? <clears throat> well, it's, it's always a tough sale. And I actually had somebody um, write me yesterday about getting ideas about commissions and and uh, he wanted to do commissions and just needed sort of a a couple of words of encouragement or you know things to do and uh, you know the first thing I asked was you know does he have it posted online and and he's got a little ad on his wall but he only has I think maybe 500 people on his um, Facebook wall which maybe did we ever figure out the percentage of people who actually ever see your post? Wouldn't it like five yeah, percent? I don't think we did, but it's not. It isn't just because you, yeah, you know, just because you have that many people, right? I mean, like like ours. Uh-huh. Um, 
between yours and mine, we probably, you know. I think we figured out between yours and mine, we cover close to 5,000. Yeah, and then not, you don't see everybody. No. I, I bet because you sometimes don't you'll see. get people who say, well, didn't you see my post? Well, no. Right. But um, I, I the bet. people you tend to check out more or you know follow more or comment on, then they see it sort of go into your feed. Um, mm-hmm. It influences their preferences and stuff. But, um, you know, I gave him a few ideas. And um, he was going to, um, instead of just doing commissions, he was going to try and do uh, maybe a couple of pictures or sketches and stuff and throw those up. Kind of like um, mm-hmm. Bart Sears did mm-hmm. you know, a couple months ago mm-hmm. where he did marker sketches. And then the highest person who bid in that thread uh, won the you know, the auction, right? and then got to suggest the next day's uh, marker sketch. Well, see, the cool thing about doing it that way is you knock out any kind of fees or anything from, like, a, a, an eBay or Etsy. Right. Or... Right. And I suggested that. I just threw that out there and gave him, gave him ideas of what, you know, he could do. Um, so just to, you know, get some buzz going. Mm-hmm. So he's, I guess he's going to try a couple of things, a couple of um, maybe a little bit of all the things that we've discussed through um, messages and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but it's tough, and it, you know, with Christmas and stuff, everybody's it is a tough sell, mm-hmm. um, and it's a t- sometimes it is a tough sell just to get um, commissions and because if you go to Deviant Art mm-hmm. every every day there will be people who post that they're taking commissions. And I don't know how active those people are, but, you know, I've got a lot of people that I follow on DeviantArt, and, yeah, there's, there'll be posts, <clears throat> or they have commission slots open up or mm-hmm. whatever. Because, then, you know, you know your own schedule. You know how long it's going to take you and whatever. But if you draw on demand, just like you were saying, then it takes out the um, sort of the nitpicking sometimes. Because I see that following sometimes with them. Um, uh, you probably won't get as much up with a, 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 an A-list artist. Mm-hmm. So I go grousing about the, you know, well, I really kind of wanted him in the, you know, the, the new 52 look or, you know, whatever. <laughs> right, right. But, um, or the, you know, the S is made, what, you know, just just that stuff. Whereas if, if, if you could see it on there and you go, yep, I want it. Right. Right. Um, so, but I mean, do you guys think it's worthwhile building a site around? Yeah, if, they, if you can give them some place to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, comic art fans um, has been around for what several years, and I've never been there. What is it? <laughs> um, <laughs> people selling original art. Okay. Or artists selling their, or people selling their art pages, and sometimes people just display the pages that they bought. It seems like, but. Because some of them are not for sale. Oh, okay. But um, uh, Greg Harms, I think, set me up with one several years ago when he did the, the MySpace page. Right. But I never used it. I didn't have any original art. Right. I know MySpace so, has I, sort of gone music. Yeah. yeah. So. I think um, you almost have to have your own page or at least a section on your own website Mm -hmm. to be at all successful at this because I think a lot you know when you have a lot of uh, people doing it like on DeviantArt and such I think they kind of get lost in the shuffle I agree yeah you know you need to find a way to stand out on your own but then how do you bring people to you promotion yep yeah well you have to you have to yeah, you have to network. You have to listen to these podcasts and <laughs> yeah. say, because I, in the past week, two or three times, I've, met, I've said, you know, we do a podcast on that. Yeah. Or we've done a podcast on that. Or we've done, yeah. uh, we've talked about that in several podcasts. Go listen to the podcast. Right. Yeah, you got to uh, promote, you got to promote at shows um, online, right. everywhere. Right. And you got to build that following, too, you know. We know a couple of people that uh, get tons of commissions just because they have a following. Well, I know, I know you talk about Already. Jackie. 
Well, Jackie is one of them. I know. Yeah. They did a nice commission card this past right. season, and they took it to shows with them. And, and Jack, Jackie's from uh, Ringtail Cafe, and they right. do a lot of furry cons. And if you remember furry, um, they're a very tight-knit niche fan base. And, uh, uh, John, I know you're a um, fur, fur affinity, uh, sort of mm-hmm. their DeviantArt. I've got a count there with Clay's Way. Um, and, and I think it's, uh, probably just as good, you know, I got a few followers on Clayways. I haven't really worked it. I jump in every month and hit it and jump out, but, um, I don't work it as much, but I know Jackie gets a ton of commissions that way. I know she does pretty well with it. Um, I'm also uh, thinking of Victor Dandridge since mm -hmm. he's, uh, locked under this 8-bit art thing that he does. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he's been getting tons of commissions as well. Really? Um, and he promotes his stuff very heavily on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And through yeah. some of his other, uh, you know, some of the other things he does, the things he does with kids and right, things like that. Create oh. thing. Right. Yeah, and I, I get several of them that do their, own, you know, they start their own fan page. Like the art of so and so, and that can, again, that you don't get you if you have a, a hundred people, you only you know maybe over not even ten percent. No, I think see that you know it's probably less. I think but, it's closer to three to five percent. Yeah, yeah. Now if you want to pay, how many people I, truly I see that? I I would not pay. I would pay for a, free, a Kickstarter, it, and I think that's what I'm going to do with our first one. Mm-hmm. Is Budget, have a budget to hit that promote button because I think it's like seven bucks a pop. And try to do it at different times during the day and different days during the week. Yeah. And I don't know if you get a results back from that. Like you get to see how many people actually seen it. Well, you might but, because of, because if you're the admin on that uh-huh, that page, right? Which we're both admin on several of our uh-huh. mutual pages, then you get to see the insights. And you get to you can look at a post. Um, there's a graph that shows the post and and the uh, response okay. and the people who talk and all that. So I'm sure that factors in. Mm-hmm. But Larry Elmore is doing doing that that art book right. of his art, and he for his, he's doing it as a Kickstarter. Right. And he did it as a an an event. Right. So that's worked out well for him because then he can plug it um he plugs it on his own page and he also does it on the events page and other people share the events page too uh-huh. but um that's you know i think the the deadline probably for the the event is you know the day the kickstarter ends right so that gives it a finite date and then you can just keep you know plugging away plus you can invite people to the event right right off your list, and they that at least they have a chance to check it out, right? Or they have at least have a chance to say, um, you know, the, the little notification thing shows up, right? So, so that's one way to promote promote a gallery or mm-hmm. something like that too. I don't think you could use an event for a gallery unless you did an opening. You know, you build an online gallery and you did an opening for a gallery, so you did an event for that. And invited everybody to it. Yeah, you know, you want to be judicious about it. You want to you want to pick some. You can try different things, but mm-hmm. like some of the events, I get invites for events that are not really. It's a little bit of everything. That's right. Um, I mean, some of the things are actually you know like a concert, local concert, or or a, a drink and draw on this one and different stores have these sales and stuff. And, uh, but sometimes they're just, I, I, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You can't tell what they are. Even when you go to the page, I can't tell what they are. I'd like to know. Right. Not being very clear. That helps me. That clarifies it for me. And it, um, then it, it kind of moves up or down the, the relevant scale of what you know if I'm going to pay any attention to it, right? Um, because, like I said, if I don't, if I can't identify what it is, 
if it's a store sale, now if it's a local comic book sale, like in you know Texas or Washington, obviously I'm not going to go. But you know there might be something that they do on their, you know, something unique on their website, like an online thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know if it has action figures and stuff, I'll check it out for you know Xander say. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that's sort of, you know, I, I guess I'm, I'm going to check out this Etsy because I think myself, it's really hard. I'm a little frustrated with the whole social media stuff. You know, uh, you guys know two weeks ago or so we dumped um, the price on a graphic novel that we had. We found it for five bucks. I mean, it's a $20 graphic novel. We found both printings. We threw them on Amazon, figured that'd be the easiest way for people would would want to buy it. But it's also on the store, and said, "Here you go, five bucks." Promoted, Bill yanked it, John, you hit it. We've still mm-hmm. to this day have not sold one copy. Is it still for sale for five bucks? Yes, it's for sale on Amazon for five bucks. I'm going to leave it there to the end of the month. Um, I had a. Do I, do I have work in both of them? He, I don't know. Uh, the Gorby one, I don't think I do. Do I? The Gorby one is one that has everything in it. No, 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 no. It only has the first two miniseries in it, and a, and a ton of pinups. I think I well, yeah. I think I did some of the pinups or something. The the uh, Gorby one the with the painting that... has the adventure stuff in it that you wrote. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. So and and then I had a conversation with uh, Bo Smith yesterday and a couple of days ago. And he's been promoting. Bo Smith, who's yeah. that? Bo Smith, who writes Parts <laughs> Unknown for Skystorm, and he's written for DC and Marvel and Image, and worked for Todd McFarlane and whoever else he is. But anyway, we all wow, know. Wow, he sounds like a cool guy. Yeah, he does not listen to these podcasts. The bum. <laughs> oh, it's not for him. Um, but anyway, we were discussing whole social media type things, and right now at Skystorm to promote. Parts of Gnome being back out in print and digital. It's never been out in digital. And this is the first time in many, many years that's ever all been in print. Current ones getting in print. Um, we're giving away free prints. Well, the response for that has been very slow. And we've really talked about why, how, how social medias are working or not working. And... Uh, we're just trying different things. And as I've always said, we'll try things, and then we'll come on a podcast and share it. And we'll share it with Sketch. And these prints have been very, very slow. It's a free print. You order one copy, you get a free print. And uh, he's promoted it. I hit it. Bill, I think you shared it. Nothing. Nothing hardly at all. So I, it really questions me, do you bother to set up your own gallery if that's the kind of response you're going to get? Because I know, in the past, I questioned it. Well, was it the store? Was it a look? Or did they not feel comfortable? This store is very clean, very easy to maneuver through. It's got PayPal checkout, which you don't have to love PayPal. You even have to have a PayPal account. They'll just, they're the gateway through. That means you're totally safe by using it. And I just, I'm a little like, okay, what do you have to do? Because I don't think it's, practical anymore to try to to publish through diamond or anything at the moment if you're on your own and so that's where i come back around to the original art if i'm going to spend the hours and i mean you know building a site in the store i have hundreds of hours invested in that because it's a lot of work the same thing will be with the gallery there'll be hundreds of hours because what's not scanned has to be scanned what's not designed has to be designed the whole template and everything so before you invest that kind of time into this are people even going to come to it and I don't mean That's to be really down or Bob <laughs> but I, I don't Seems want true. other people out there spending forever on their stuff yeah really and then steal my thunder yeah <laughs> and and then nobody uh. shows up shut up Bill yeah. Uh, is is there a place on Amazon where you can promote your stuff? I don't no. go on Amazon that much. Mm-hmm. Nope. Amazon wants you to go out and promote them. <laughs> Not really. 
and Kindle, I think there's a little bit more where as an author you can get in there and build fan base. And I'm going to be working on January is when for me things slow down a little bit, blue line. And that's why I was looking at doing this gallery. I was planning ahead. And um, I'm going to really get into the Kindle part of things to get everything uploaded for it. There are all the digital issues. And uh, really try to knock all that out. And uh, I know they have an author's end where you can build a community and stuff like that and post different things to really build your readership through the Kindle. So I know they have that, but as far as just selling stuff on there, no. As far as I know, I could be wrong, but I'm not that I know of. Well, you know, kind of the way I see it is, what's the alternative? You know, uh, give giving up? <laughs> no, that's, yeah, yeah, let's all just give that's, up. That's not where that? I'm going with this. Well, no, yeah, what I'm trying to say Bob. is, what's the best op? I'm trying to say, is there one that works out better than the other? I mean, or, as I'm thinking, is it better to do all of it? Is it better to go ahead and create a small gallery and then start putting a few pieces on eBay, directing people to your gallery, creating an SD shop, directing people back to your gallery if you're allowed, um, Working the social medias for all that, you know, you work your social medias, you send them to your eBay auctions, who then also has a link back to your gallery. And if you're doing all this to sell original artwork, how the heck are you getting any projects done? <laughs> well, my, my opinion is you got to throw stuff at as many walls as you can mm-hmm. and Getty. see what hits, see what sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew where you're going. You know, if if any, you know, if uh, you never know where the thing might come from. Right. You know. Right. You you know. Uh, you may focus on. You may have thought focusing on Facebook was a good thing to do, but then you know you might get a hit from some, you know, the obscure site that you put an ad on that you figure no one ever goes to, but, you know, I'll put that on it anyway. Right. So I kind of think, you know, if you're you're serious about getting your name out there, if you're serious about getting your work out there and all that, you have to hit as many people as you can, and then you have to create a balance between your creator time and your promotional time because that's part of being a professional artist now. Yes. You know, there are there's no such thing as a benefactor anymore. Hmm. If there was, I would find one. <laughs> but uh, me too. Yeah, there's no such thing as benefactor anymore. So you have to go and find your own benefactors. You have to go and find those people that'll pump you up. And you know, oh. one thing, Bo and I just frustrating. Yes, it is. Um, I I do think you have to build your fan bases outside of thinking that you can do it in a store. Oh, of course. Uh, I don't think you can. No store is, it's not, I shouldn't say no store because I could put a book in diamond and I know I'm going to sell a percentage. Will it reach what diamonds minimum quantity is? I don't know, but it will sell some because I know some stores that will order it. But you have, I think you're better off instead of working that frustration is trying to build your audience base up yourself with, as we've said, doing the shows, getting out there. And even that's hard. I mean, I did several shows last year. That is very hard unless you got materials to leave in their hands to remind them of what you're doing. Um, Of course, having a home, which is your website to send them to so they can get as much information. And that's what we've done with Skystorm. And, of course, using that to tell them as much about your projects as possible. Of course, that's what we've done with Skystorm. So it's it's hard. This this, This market is hard. And the more I'm in it, the more I see you're almost better falling into a niche 
than just trying to hang out here in the whole comic community. And what I mean is falling into that steampunk, that furry, that that niche market. If you're good enough in that market, you're going to build a following. Hanging out here in the big wide world of comics, I don't know. And, and I love for I people think... to bring ideas to the boards or hit on my Facebook or hit on Bill's empire taking over the comic industry whatever bring it up but give us some response here from these things so i know they're getting downloaded so you guys are listening to this um give us some ideas so i i want to know and i want to share it but i think it's it's i think the worldwide thing of comics it's pretty much marvel dc a little bit of dark horse a little bit of image a little bit of uh dynamite but for an independent to come in, it's hard for that Terry Moore to get a project out there and get seen now. For that Jeff Smith and Bone, it's hard to do that at the moment. A stores can't afford to take a chance like they could 20 years ago. So, you, how you build your audience? We've talked about cons. We probably need to continue talking about setting up at cons and doing it right. Um, but that, that's what's going to do. Something I'm going to try to do, I know we're sort of getting off the gallery thing, is the uh, they handed me at the shop this week a, a free preview of the Marvel Now stuff. And I think it shows a cover in like two to four pages of the book. It shows a cover, four or five pages. I just sit here and listen to every property we get on Skystorm, new and old. And I think we're, we're going to do the same thing except of course I don't have $100,000 to spend a whole bunch of free books to hand out so right now since there's no cons going on we're going to do a free digital download just give it away digitally here's samplings of what we're doing put it in every format I can and then run with it and see what happens that's something to try because it, it doesn't cost you that much to give away digital downloads that's true, and I, I think, you know, honestly, the only way to do it is you build your readership one person at a time. Mm-hmm. You make those connections, and you keep making those connections and hope that, you know, more people are seeing it. Um, hope those people you make connections with are showing it to their friends, and, you know, hopefully it goes from there. Right. I agree. I think it's one that's it, it can be frustrating that way, though. Oh, it's incredibly frustrating, but you know, um, and slow, if, and slow. But you know, if you're serious about this being your life or this being, you know, the thing that you do that pulls you out of, uh, you know, the doldrums of your regular life, your day job, whatever, um, that's kind of what you got to do. I agree. I agree. You know, nobody ever got anything done by not trying. Oh, no, you got to try. And, and that's sort of where I'm at with the, uh, the original art is maximizing potential of income. Not only do you create the product and, and you try to do a great story or project product, you try to offer up a great product, but then what you have afterwards, what else can you take and make prints of what can you take and sell as far as original artwork to keep yourself going from project to project to project and that's where i am with the clay we give away that strip we jack and i've given away nearly 150 strips by the time we end it which this is for someone announced that um would be in a month or so and we'll be at 150 strips um, it's not ending. I'm going to take a break and see if I can find another artist as Jackie and I move on to doing a Clay'sway graphic novel, which we both really want to do with with a, an all ages aspect of it. And you know, even that, you know, we're looking to hopefully get picked up by a larger publisher once we can get a project like that together. But in the meantime, what can I do, sell, promote to help finance that future work, which is we have 150 strips sitting here, pieces of original artwork, cool pinups, trading cards, all that artwork sitting here, along, like I said, with Rex. 
those are possible incomes. So, in every project, if you hand draw it, you have original artwork. So, and nowadays with photocopying and digital scans, you can keep a copy of your originals forever. So, I have no problem selling. If I have a few originals I'll keep, like the very first Clay's Way strip, I will keep it. Um, but most of them, you know, hey, if you're like a panda and a little kid, look at the strips. I got them for sale. Cheap right now. So, but yeah, that's that's just where I'm looking at is all the possibilities that you can create an income from your work. Not only creating the story and selling the comic, but the work itself. Can you sell it? And Bill's been way too quiet. I know. Been listening, soaking it all up. Oh my gosh. And how's it sound? Ramblings of a madman. Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you're right. I mean, you've got to, you can't just give up. You've got to go on and you got to keep doing. You got to see what works for you because what, there may be 10 things to try and you may try all 10, but only three or four of them may do well for you. Maybe not even that much. <clears throat> but out of that 10 things, maybe one really does well for you that seems to be your, your uh, go-to move. Right. And then other things can follow in behind so that all the, if you do try all the 10 things, maybe the other things follow suit as um, you find success in one, uh, one part of it or maybe two things, whether it's social media or doing conventions or uh, having your own website and, and plugging stuff that way. Um, you got to find out for you, but the thing is you got to do it. You got to try. Mm-hmm. And you can listen to the podcast and we can tell you all the things. And that's one of the things about the podcast is that we do tell you things that we have tried um, to various degrees of success or failure. Uh, because that's that's when it becomes a teaching moment. And that's when, when, when you say go to our forum, which is one of the tabs on the sketchmagazine.net mm-hmm. page, that's a place to, to share that stuff. Share your successes and your your uh, failures or your you know your ideas, your suggestions. Maybe you see somebody else out there who is trying something that maybe you know you you've heard something on the podcast, or you tried something on your own, and you can offer that as an idea to somebody else and help them as well. Because we're all in it together again. I mean, that's a I don't think that phrase is really going to get old. It's got to be. Something that we take to heart because there are some cutthroat people out there as far as, well, this is my idea and I'm not going to share it as, you know, whether it's marketing or whatever. But right. some people are really good about that. And that's what where the idea of a community comes in uh, or, you know, whether it's a artistic community or a loose group or my comic book empire, <laughs> <laughs> which is a group on Facebook now. <clears throat> and that started after last week when we talked about the last podcast when we were talking about um, um, you know, whatever it was we were talking about. Working together, building yeah. studios, bringing everybody in. Can you bring in everybody's readership into one? Yeah, that was sort of my concept. And then you run with this whole empire thing. Just well, I just started back, as an off-the-cup comment. Uh-huh. Just, it was just one little comment. And then I got a ton of likes on there. Uh-huh. And then a ton of people saying, I'm in. Uh-huh. And, um, so no, every you know, empire gets dethroned. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I'll, I'll hand over the keys to the throne. Mm, it's yeah, okay. you won't. That, but then, see, I know what, what's going to happen. Bill. Bill. That's what always happens. Help. So, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it becomes, and that's what, uh, some of the things that we've talked about in the podcast, I've mentioned them on that group too, Mm -hmm. because I don't know if I want, you know, at at this point want to be tied into something else. I I don't want it to be all about me. You know, it could be, I could, you know, I could make it all about me and whether it's my ideas, my concept, my group, but it isn't, it's a group. And, um, you know, Barb Kahlberg and, couple other people that I you know that I've known for a while want to participate like 
Yeah, buddy. So, I mean, we'll, we may do something online and, and sort of go through some of the things that we've talked about in the podcast before about doing web comics or comics that create content and then do them digitally and um, pay on, uh, print on demand um, mm-hmm. and do them conventions and stuff. So putting those things into practical applications that we've talked about before on the podcast because these are teaching things. And just like at Cincinnati and just like Derby City, you know, I've mentioned the podcast and, you know, we still find people who don't know, but there are some people who don't really listen to podcasts. I didn't before. Um, I don't now. I listen when we do them, (laughs) but I don't, I don't listen to other people's podcasts. I just, you know, I don't have a interest in that really. I mean, I have other stuff going on. I usually listen to music while I'm working. So, Talking makes me think about others, you know, gets gets me distracted. But um, there are things about about this podcast that are, like I said, are um, ideas, theories, suggestions, uh, experiences, and it's things to be shared. And once you hear it, it's your turn to do it. You know, if it appeals to you, or if it's something that you haven't thought of, or that you thought, well, I've tried it, but Maybe I didn't do it to this degree, or I didn't take it another step, or I just maybe gave up too soon. Well, now's your chance. Go do it. And then share. So, there. there. Is that quite enough for you? That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Boy, he's grumpy when you make him put his sandwich aside. <laughs> he is, isn't he? <laughs> no, I, I'd already, I already finished the half, so the other half's for later. I always split it. I think we brought up a, a few comments and suggestions, but I'm not too sure we figured anything out. So that's cool. Maybe the, the people who listen to this can bring some ideas and we'll come bring it back to the table again and uh, look at it again and discuss it. Um, I I think I've decided with with Skystorm stuff and the Clay'sway stuff and everything that I'm gonna I'm going like John says put it everywhere. I am going to go ahead and build um, an empire. No, you're building an empire. I'm the one sneaking around behind there. Um, I'm going to go ahead and build an online gallery because I can really control the look and feel of it and then start putting pieces out on Bay and maybe my DVR account, which I never visit anymore. Um, SD, maybe throw a small shop with a couple exclusive pieces on there or um, and John brought this up, I hadn't really brought it up, was commissions um, taking on commissions and setting mm-hmm. pricing for commissions and I know um, some people like Ben Dunn um, from Antarctic Press when he has time for commissions he used to throw them out on eBay and sell them you know, here's 500 hour commissions uh, once they're sold that's my commissions for the month there you go, you know. Um, and then you got stuff like Eddie Newell who will do illustrations and he'll just do whoever and then he'll throw that drawing out for sale instead of taking online commissions. He does that, which he also does take online commissions. But um, so there's different ways to do it. And my thing right now is get the artwork that's laying around here online and then down the road looking at the whole commission thing. So yeah, I like to see some people chime in on how, how it's working for them, what they're doing, what they're not doing. Uh, maybe we can bring Darren and Jackie in on a podcast and discuss how they moved into the commission end of it and how it's doing for them mm-hmm. at some point in time. Darren's always fun on podcasts. So, <laughs> But... All right, guys. Well, um, let me give a plug to our sponsors. I guess they are uh, the conventions, and they don't even know we're doing this, so they should love love us. Um, of course, I jumped off a page. I should know them by heart. Um, there's the Tricon um, that is. Let me go to the site. I gotta do this right if we're gonna do this. Um, the reason they're sponsors is guys work with us on Table Space. 
Um, we like to do educational stuff for artwork and stuff with the blue line and sketch. So we've sort of traded off. Tricon, April 6, 2013. This Tri-State Comic Con. It's in Virginia. It's a great show. It's a beginning show. This is their second year. They moved the date back because it's right on the edge of Marshall. We had a blast last year, but this year the students will be in the college. So I think it's going to be crazy. I can't wait to get back there. And there's some old friends with Thora Nez. Bo Smith, Bill Tucci, they're there. Um, Motor City Con, um, they've been around forever. I've been doing that show 20-plus years. I've followed them for every venue they moved to. We always supply the art con- arts prizes there. It's May 17th, 18th, and 19th. And, of course, our good friend who now owns Derby City Con, Chuck Moore, it is June 29th. Um, we hope to be more active with the show this year instead of just showing up with doing some type of art contest, prizes, something to get some more art stuff in there. Um, when Chuck has time, I like to sit down and talk to him about it. So, All right, John, do you happen to have comic-related sketch magazine drawn up? I do indeed. Can you give us an update on what's been posted for the past week? I can indeed as soon as it pops in here um okay uh the most recent thing being i don't know if uh, many people have seen this show but this show called hollywood treasures uh where a guy goes out and finds a lot of uh movie memorabilia and stuff um really cool i know it's not our usual posts but it's uh it's really cool stuff and in and of itself uh they are pieces of art a lot of them. So um, if you get a chance, check that out. Um, I also happen to know that Hollywood Treasures is on Netflix right now. Cool. If, you, uh, if you're interested in that sort of thing, which I kind of am. It's putting the video up. <laughs> um, okay, the next two uh, posts are about fighting. Uh, the first one is drawing a fighting female. Finding that balance between toughness and femininity. Uh, the other one is a is a fighting thing with impact. So where you actually see the the kind of action and reaction of the fight. Hmm. Um, so those are two very cool videos. The one after that, uh, the video seems to have walked off the page, but oh. uh, there's one. Yeah, there's one on uh, how to draw a girl with a scarf in the wind. Um, this is mostly a video I put up to show movement, mm-hmm. uh, to show how wind blows things and uh, makes uh, gives that illusion of movement on the one-dimensional page, or on the two-dimensional page, rather. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely go check that out as soon as I find out where the video ran off to. Um, after that is inking with Psy. Ooh. Um, yeah, um, I've recently... <sighs> <laughs> Not that kind of sigh, Bill. Oh. 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 Um, S-A-I, actually. Um, I've recently gotten a hold of a copy of Psy and started using it, and uh. I uh, like it quite a bit. So. Do you like it? I've, I I've got an like older it. copy, but problem is my stylus isn't pressure-sensitive, so yeah. I'm really limited what I can do with it. So... I've got to get a new stylus, and I'm hoping to really try it out. And and I, I hear great things. I like I like the way you can you can turn your page so you get that inking flow. You know, because when you ink by hand, you have a flow, you have a filling, you're right. you have a stroke. Well, you can't do that if you can't turn the page around. You know, because I'll be inking right. and my board will get flipped. You know, 360 degrees compared to where I'm working. Well, that's hard to do digitally. And so I messed a little bit with it, but because I couldn't get the pressure-sensitive stuff working on this stat, this older tablet, I really couldn't get the benefit of thin thicks or anything like that. So Jackie, I know, likes it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if you get a chance, you might want to play with it. Okay. If you can get, you know, the stylus worked out. It's it's like a stripped-down, more intuitive version of Photoshop. Yes, it works in layers. You know, I like that. Yeah, it works in layers. Um, you have pretty much all the same options you have mm-hmm. in Photoshop, but you don't have to go through the the kind of annoying process 
that Photoshop makes you to go through to get stuff done. Now so. you can draw that into Photoshop afterwards too, though. Oh yeah, of course. And yeah, do yeah, your you know, any kind of Photoshopy stuff that you want to do. So. Right. Yeah, you can save it. Save it as a JPEG um, on there, just like anything else, and you can move it wherever you want. Cool. Um, so it's yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, the two after that are sketchbook um, things, checking out some student sketchbooks. Another video that seems to have run completely off is inking an inking tutorial on inking the Rocketeer. Um, then after that, I found this um, interesting video that shows a lot of the the model sheets and uh, backgrounds and stuff like that for the old Flesher Superman. Oh, cool. So, yeah, it's it's a really cool video. Um, just, you know, just for the visual aspects of it. Uh, you don't learn a thing, but it's just really cool to look at. Oh, you learn. To check you out. learn when you look at it. Well, you learn stuff. by yeah. look, seeing stuff, yeah. And uh, the most recent one, and definitely the longest one on here, uh, it's the full penciling tutorial. Uh, one of these guys from the uh, from one of the teaching colleges mm-hmm. um, starts a uh, starts a drawing from thumbnail and takes you all the way through to the completed comic page. Oh, cool! Yeah, so um, that if you have time and uh, you know half a sandwich and some Doritos, check that one out because that's uh, that's cool ranch Doritos, John. That's cool ranch Doritos. I was Definitely worth checking out. Um, even if you know you already think you're a superstar penciler, you might learn something. Yeah, you always learn at any stage of this. I, if you don't, then you yeah. you're not listening to this podcast. If you don't think you can right. learn something, so no. Oh, if you're not learning cool. every day, quit. Yes. Now, now I don't go that far, but no, I re- do go rethink. That far. What, what you're right. doing. Rethink or, yes. rethink or find a new job. Yes. You're not no, don't it. find a new job. I got to sell art supplies, John. Oh, did I say <laughs> well, that? Um, yeah, there's two new pins in there. I want to just sell them the latest. Oh, you like those, uh, uh, those those thick pigment the big pit pins? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I sold a few of them since the newsletter hit. Um, and we're talking about bluelinepro.com, so I need to put a shout out to her for that. Uh, Bill, would you have me at sketchmagazine.net? Uh, yes, I would. You want to give us a rundown? Yeah, um, there's a couple of videos about various art artists uh, drawing superheroes. Uh, the first, the one of three is John Romita Sr. and Joe Kubert drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, number two of the three is John Buscema and Bill Sienkiewicz. Then earlier than that, uh, one of the posts is uh, it's a video of Mike Diodato working with markers. Mm-hmm which is cool. And then earlier than that, just a picture of him where he's drawing Wolverine. I thought it was interesting just to see the, his pen touching the paper and the lines that he makes, mm-hmm. which I like to look at his, the, the lines and stuff. And uh, is it Doug Ten, Tenaple? Tenaple. Uh, there's a picture of the thing that he was penciling. And if you go to his website, it's, there's a link there. Um, there's other images from that. But checking out the process that somebody else goes through when they do their work is um, is educational and entertaining. So that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So, some of it we post on there, and then we may give you a glimpse. But, um, yeah, if you go to the other things, you know, check them out. Definitely check them out. Oh, yeah. Because if we think it's cool, then... And if you come across it. anything, as John has requested mm-hmm. in the past, share it with us so we can get it on the boards. John get it posted, or we can get it posted, and, and get it out there for everybody else to see. You come across a cool piece of artwork, come across a cool video or how-to article, you know, please drop. We're easy to find, and uh, you know, drop us a note, and uh, we'll get it out there and get it shared. Because more we can share, more we can all learn. So um, definitely, that's the longest part of my day is looking for is looking for videos. So if uh, if people know of any real cool ones, definitely let me know. Yes. Yes. I stumble across some, and Bill stumbles across some different things. And I like to start posting some more some some articles with Sketch Magazine, hopefully with the publication coming out next week. 
Um, we can start pulling off maybe with some older articles or something like that where we post up the PDFs or something. I don't know. I got to get in there this weekend and sort of see how best set that up. But um, would like to get more of that kind of stuff posted at, at uh, sketchmagazine.net. So we'll see how it rolls. But um, guys, that's all I've got. We've been rolling here for a little while. You guys got anything else to add? Mm. Um, nah. probably where nope. you can find us. Oh, I know. Nah, I was going. Really. I was going to do that. I, was gonna do that. <laughs> I figured you would. One thing I'm been thinking about in the back yeah. of my mind, and I know we hardly have time to all of us with the holidays and publication scouts to get together for this podcast. But I'm wondering if a live radio show wouldn't be cool with call-ins. I've been looking at some softwares, um, and uh, I know we have Mr. Chuck Moore out there who used to do radio. And uh, I'm thinking that it may be cool to do something down the road with that. So the software is out there. I found it. Licensing is not too bad. And doing live where we do roundtable talk like we do here at the podcast. But we invite call-ins. People calling, hitting us with questions and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know. So, you know, if that's something that you'd be interested in, give us a yell. Let us know. And we're always trying to do what benefits and helps the creator the most i mean john and i can get on john and i and bill can, we can all get on the phone and talk for hours we don't have to record right. it we're old friends we enjoy it we share stories we share what we're working on we do this podcast because we want to bring in the creators and share where we've been throw ideas out there get you guys thinking and then we need you to come back with it and, and share even more so if that's something you would think the live thing would be cool beneficial great let us know if you don't then we need to focus on what we're doing. So I know Bill just loves these things so much that he'd yes. love to do a live radio show. Oh, I, I do. I just love uh, extra stuff. I know you do. <laughs> like being kicking and screaming. Yes, we would. Uh, yeah. Yes. No. But you'd do it if it helped. I'd do it. Yeah. Oh, I'd do it. I yeah. know. All right, guys. John, how can they find you? Uh, easiest way to find me is John at ComicRelated.com. Bill? Uh, you can reach my empire at <laughs> ComicsMentor at gmail.com. The empire. Why do I hear the Star Wars empire uh, song I, every I, time he I do, too. <laughs> yep. I do, too, every time. Um, you can reach me, Bob H. BlueLinePro.com. That comes directly to my inbox. So um, you can reach all of us at podcast at sketchmagazine.net. Um, that's it, guys. Let's do this again next week because we probably okay. take a week off when it's holidays. So, okay? Works for me. All right. Take care, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.